0: okay, so um yeah, I think after a after a long time, I came here for a conversation, and um it was hard to find anything to talk about
1: <laughs> yes, you're right. <laughs> There isn't much to talk about in some ways.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean I'm I'm hearing the same old things again and again in in your conversations. You know, even your uh, previous conversation with Jason. Yeah, uh, it was all, you know, not all, but. You know, most well, of the content. Yeah, with.
1: it's yeah, pretty much the same well all those Alan Watts talks. I mean, basically he's just saying the same thing over and over again. You know.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh I heard you know, Alan Watts saying and uh yes, he he's all almost saying the same thing but uh he has got a very interesting way of attracting people.
1: I love, well, you know, Alan Watts is an important guy to me. He's the guy that woke me up, so I have a a deep affection for him.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, I I was talking to Jason uh, about another awakening uh, that I had. (laughs) and uh, he was telling me explain it and uh, <laughs> I said how, how can I explain I mean it was really hard to to tell him in words yeah. but um, all I know is that things became much clearer,
1: clearer. Well, when was this when did this happen?
0: It was a few days back uh-huh. and um, I mean um, I think I took a few um, antidepressants uh, before sleeping and when I woke up my mind was so clear about all this language, uh-huh. you now the issue,
1: which antidepressants yeah. were you taking?
0: yeah, I mean they were not normal, you know
1: are they serotonin reuptake inhibitors
0: um they they actually decrease your um metabolism. <laughs>
1: but, uh,
0: Mm, yeah uh, uh, I'll tell you the names later so um I think maybe it was their effect, but um you know all these questions about language and how it you know the language affects us and how it is so limited and you know, w- when I woke up, it was everything was so clear in my mind, and um, I wasn't even thinking in language. <laughs> you know, <laughs> there were no words. It, you know, it was like experiencing the state of silence. You know, actually experiencing it. I, I was experiencing that state of silence. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I call it awakening.
1: (laughs) Well, again, I think that's part of our job is to figure out how to talk about this stuff. It's great that you experience it, but the only way we can share it, it seems, is by finding out, you know, discovering better ways of talking about it that actually help other people experience it. Yes. But, uh, but but that's difficult.
0: That's a real hard thing, yeah. And uh, if if a person hasn't experienced any sort of awakening, then it's hard to explain, even even if even with words. Yeah. You know, it's hard to, well, to say. Well, all you have is analogies.
1: You know, you can't really yeah. explain anything to anybody. I mean, again, if you've never been drunk. Uh, how could you explain being drunk to somebody who has never been drunk or how do you explain sex to to an 8 year old (laughs) you know sexuality Mm -hmm. I mean they they just simply uh, don't get it you know
0: yeah yes but but I think it's important that um, certain certain medications certain chemicals Change your brain chemistry, and
1: oh, absolutely, yeah. I think for adults, uh, probably drugs can be very helpful in doing this. Yes. If we brought up children properly, they probably wouldn't need it. But once we become brain damaged, drugs can be very useful in changing that programming.
0: Yes. So uh, I was thinking about this huge impact of uh, you know drugs. I mean, they do amazing things, you know.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, drugs have been an important part of my life, you know. I mean, I, uh, I can't imagine being on the path that I'm on if I hadn't done a lot of drugs in the
0: 60s. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, so you know about it. Yeah, you know how important they are. Yeah. And well, one issue is... Uh, is bugging me sort of i don't know whether i'm using this word correctly um this this uh identity issue
1: yeah that's a tough uh, one to talk about
0: yeah it's a real tough one but this is the one which is um you know i'm really talking well, about it a lot
1: it's it's a it's a central one and i think really coming to the realization that it's difficult to talk about is a major realization you know i mean because most people never question it you know i mean they
0: yeah, say
1: i yeah. did this and i did that and you know and and it never dawns on them that that's a sort of tricky concept and just just getting to the point where all of that becomes a big question mark yeah, uh, but that was really my first awakening. There was no answers in my first awakening. It was nothing but questions. I mean, I realized I didn't know anything. Yeah. You know, and yeah. that's a that's a great place to start. <laughs> you know, when you really get that you don't know anything, including yeah. who I am or you know what it means to be a human being or any of those kinds of issues. Those all go out the window.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but um, this this issue of um identity or self, you know, um, I, I see it every day. People using the word, you know, uh, I succeeded and I oh, yeah. got this.
1: I achieved Yeah, yeah, and, and I said this, and I want this, and. I did that, and I like this, and I don't like that, and, yeah.
0: And because of this, you know, uh, uh, this idea of being something, you know, also it's a verb, to be, you know, and uh, having a will, and, you know, having the awareness of self, you know all these words and this concept it sometimes it becomes <coughs> part of a big problem you know because of this identity you know you, you want to be something you know according to the language or, or, you, you, or you're self-conscious or you're aware you know it creates then other, other issues like um, like y- your, uh, your dignity, your pride, your uh, then reifications come, but there is always I with these, you know, reifications, and so that uh, I is, you know, I get hurt, you know, and, you know, I have some rights. So this is I and then other stupidities, you know, combined yeah they they create a mess and um, people are so you know terrible their, their 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 life is so bad and because they think that they have got something wrong with you know their identity
1: yeah yeah
0: so i mean There should be a way to get rid of this I. I mean,
1: well, for me, it really is helpful to break the identity with the language machine. I mean, once you really get that that voice in your head is an I, that that's I mean, to me, that goes a long way. That's a major insight. I mean, it may take years for that to sink in and to you know to alter the other aspects but boy that's a big one because most people apparently you know are just totally identified with that voice in their head and whatever it says they accept as truth reality
0: yeah but but i felt this way that some people are much more conscious about um, you know about themselves you know uh, at at least I can say about about you know myself that um, sometimes I'm involved in something where I forget that I exist
1: Mm mm-hmm yeah the arts do that sports do that music does that Um, yeah lots of of
0: things yeah and S- some people don't care that much about this "I," you know. They call it that you've got an ego or something, or you know, words. It's a game of words. But but so, some people forget this concept and uh, they concentrate on other things. And their involvement is some in something, you know, in some other things. And they don't get easily hurt. You know, so um, maybe it's, it's not just language, it's something else as well. It's well,
1: yeah, no, language isn't the whole game, language, well, language is just the part that I focus on. that's my job to straighten up the language side. No, it's certainly not everything, it's just a big, big, big part of it. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's a big part of it, but
1: yeah, but it's not everything. Why, no.
0: Yeah, why is it that some people have got less ego and some have got more ego? And
1: well, who knows? Yeah, you know, I I would say, at least from the language point of view, it's just pro early programming. You know, the way they happen to be programmed. Yeah, you know, so it's different for different cultures and different people within a culture. It's different, different groups within a culture, you yeah, know, and different individuals within a group, you know.
0: But it is something within your DNA, maybe something programmed. Well, that may be, there
1: DNA. may be something there. Yeah, there may be, that's maybe part of it. Well, it probably is part of it. I'm sure it is part. The question is, so how big a part is it? You know, how big a part can we actually do something about what are we stuck with and what can we change you know I probably can't change my DNA but I can change my language machine
0: yeah and and also uh, those people who, identif- who I- identify this uh, self with you know with their voice in their head they clearly separate them that I, or I is something else, and, you know, what they're talking is something else. I think they've got to, you know, they're more introvert. Or they're, you know, they used to be very much, um, uh, what should I say? I mean without being so much conscious about yourself how can you discover this problem
1: well it may not be a problem for them you know I mean it's not a problem for dogs I think probably dogs don't have much of a self at all much of an ego anyway and it's not a problem for them but probably they're not going to do any great scientific work you know but it's may not be for everybody. You know, some people uh, may be quite happy and quite content doing stuff that never requires them to even think about these things.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because I think of myself and my brother and we we both were, you know, just, um, you know, I, I was two years small um, than my brother and we were younger. Yeah, yeah, younger. Yeah, I was younger than my brother, and we 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 grew up in a same sort of environment. We had got same treatment, you know, almost the same treatment and education and yeah, and, you know. But but from the very beginning. I, you know, I was much, I had a big ego, you know, you know, I always, you know, I always got hurt, you know, Uh on very very small things, and if somebody says something bad to me, even, you know, I had lots of fights with, with parents about, you know, disturbing my ego or something. Uh-huh. But my my brother was he he, he uh, you know he was totally different and he is totally different you know he doesn't care if somebody says something to him that you're bad or you're you're not uh-huh. capable of yeah. doing something but yeah. I am I was all, I was very conscious about it you know whenever anybody said something to me yeah you're wrong or you're bad or you're not capable yeah. of doing anything. Yeah, Th-
1: those are the I kind don't... of things that you're right. You may be this sort of uh, DNA, well, chemical, you know, I mean, pe- some people are more excitable than others, and other people yeah. are more calm, yeah. and it seems to be sort of built in. But again, that's chemistry to a large extent, you know, yeah, it, but and that would be the, the DNA stuff. I mean, the biological inheritance, uh, your body... Uh, is unique and processes chemicals in ways that's different, and uh, yeah, my body is very strange in the way, for one thing, I'm immune to certain drugs like LSD, Uh, they just simply don't do anything to me, and that was a little bit of a surprise in the beginning, but eventually I just realized, well, you know, we're all different. You know, and our bodies process chemicals and react to chemicals differently uh you know, and so wow. yeah, each one of us is unique with our own little little world of chemistry in our brains, you know and and we have to figure out how to deal with that,
0: yeah, so um, I think um chemists you know uh you know people who are studying biology you know they should also pay attention to this language issue you know you know just m- merely just language you know can't help you know
1: yeah you're right if there's an underlying chem- well that's why you know these um antidepressants, the serotonin reuptake inhibitors like uh, Prozac and Zoloft and things like that um, are, were such a breakthrough. You know, I mean, the people who had been depressed for years and years and years and been through psychotherapy and a million things, they started taking Prozac and within a month, uh, that was the end of their problems. You know, I mean, they had a, they had a serotonin deficiency and uh, once that was corrected, they simply were no longer depressed, you know? And that, you know, it didn't take any psychological counseling or digging into their past or dealing with their ego or their language issues or anything. It's just cure the chemistry and they're okay.
0: Yeah, so it, it was simple.
1: Yeah. yeah. But again, that's not yeah. for everybody. I mean, there are a lot of people take Prozac and I in fact experimented with Prozac myself for several months because I had a friend who was a psychiatrist and so he gave me some Prozac didn't do anything for me <laughs> I was really disappointed I was hoping for yeah. I wasn't depressed but I was just interested to see you know if it would make any subtle differences in the way I viewed myself or something and uh, it didn't do anything so
0: yeah, I mean, like uh, uh, I tried oh. to smoke for six months, and uh, I felt nothing. You know?
1: <laughs> um, You tried smoking.
0: Yeah, I tried smoking and cigarettes. Uh, uh, you mean tobacco or what? Yeah, tobacco. Yeah, and uh, I tried to feel, you know, uh, to feel what it is that these, you know, uh, smokers feel, what pleasure they get. But I got nothing. Yeah. So (laughs) I left it, and I still don't feel anything. You know, so, um, yeah, it's strange, you know, that smoking is nothing for me. But for, for some people, it's so important.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't think smoking, yeah, I don't recall, I smoked for a long time when I was a kid, you know, and up into my 30s. I don't recall smoking ever doing anything for me psychologically, you know, changing my my, uh, experience much. I mean, maybe it does, but I never, that's not why I smoked.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but... um uh coming back to the issue. Uh, I thought about it and uh, I think it's also the use of language, you know, uh, the way we, we, we are using it now. Uh, it has got huge black holes, you know, it, you know th- these words that refer to uh self i mean if they're just omitted you know if you just take them out from the language and instead of concentrating on a person you know concentrate on the action more and, um, yeah, it's, all, it's debugging of language and, and, and telling people that this concept of I is, is just a concept, I mean, I doesn't exist, you know, um, outside the domain of language.
1: Yeah, well, I is one of those reifications, again. It's an idea. It's a way of uh, talking about experience.
0: Yeah, I mean, but, uh, you know, yeah. But when we enter in the domain of language, we, we have this identity crisis. You know, so if you enter in a, in language without I and just talk about Some practical things, you know. It, yeah, it's debugging of language. Simple.
1: Well, that's well. I don't know if it's simple, but (laughs) but it. (laughs) Well, it will be. I think it will be simple. You know, that's the thing. I keep talking about this emerging technology of consciousness. Uh, we're not there yet, but I think it will be simple. Just like, you know, uh, when your lights go out at home or your computer breaks, you take it to someone who understands electricity. And for them, it's simple. They can trace it to the problem and fix it, or you don't pay them. You know, there's nothing mysterious about uh, electricity on that level anymore, whereas it was mysterious a couple hundred years ago it was uh, esoteric and even religious they had, had overcome the stuff around electricity it was all mysticism and stuff and now it's technology and, uh, and I think that's where we're headed with consciousness we're just not there yet it's still shrouded in mystery and religion and all that stuff but slowly we're beginning to understand it scientifically we're, we're not there yet but we're moving in that direction and um, and that's what, what our conversation here is about. We're, you know, trying to figure out better ways to talk about this, more effective ways that, that
0: work. Yeah, yeah. And I think culture and language together, um, they, they also create this issue, you know. They make it much more problematic. You know, I saw things around me, and uh, I feel that everybody is paying much more attention to individuals. You know, personalities are more important. You know, than than uh, actions. Yeah. Why? Why personalities are important? I mean, that's my question. That. Yeah. Why cer- well, because- certain people are more important? And why not the action? You know what happened in the real life yeah. should be more should be given more importance. You know if, if somebody dies, you know death is not more important, but that person is more important. You know? <laughs> I
1: know. Uh, well, it's just I don't. I mean, I, I, you know, I, I, maybe there isn't an answer to that. You know why uh, why is a caterpillar a caterpillar until it turns into a butterfly? Well, that's just the way it is. That's just the way it's evolved. Uh, you know, the universe has uh, created it that way, and maybe that's the explanation for why the world is the way it is, is that's the way the universe is evolving. Yeah, but we, you know, we don't understand
0: it, yeah, but, but it's but clear. Using this analogy, you know, we just, you know, um, say that's the way it is. But I think th- this analogy stops stops me at least from uh, further g- going deep into this aspect. You know, no. so I still. Well, say, no, that's not
1: a reason not to. No, it's not a reason not to try to find out. I, uh, it's just it's just sort of takes some of the pressure off not understanding it. Sort. Of, I mean, I I think it's okay to not understand.
0: Yeah, maybe exactly,
1: maybe we can maybe we can understand, but right now we don't. Yeah,
0: but, but
1: we can explore and maybe we can learn some more, maybe we can understand more in the future.
0: Yeah, but um just talking uh, is not enough. I think uh if we do some sort of experiment with it. You know, yeah.
1: Um, well, like of course, people are. I mean, well, there are. I mean, many, many uh, cognitive scientists around the world doing experiments every day. Uh, it's exciting. I mean, there's there's stuff happening almost every day. New new experimental results coming in about this stuff. But you know, like like I say, it's we're early in the game right now, and, and there isn't any general understanding yet. There's just lots of people with lots of uh, experiments and lots of data, and everybody talking to one another, and you know. So we're we're living in a time when it's a li- it's confusing, and that's the nature of it.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I see around me, especially here, and uh, I think. You know, personalities are so important. And, That's
1: the whole um, game. It's the same here. It's the same there in Pakistan. The same here in South California. Everybody's yeah. real interested in develop. You know, in having uh, a special. You know, that I'm special. I'm me. I have. You know, I'm. You know, a yeah. nice person. I'm a happy person. I'm. An intelligent person. I have my own special personality that's just me. Me, me, me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: I'm, I'm really special. <laughs>
0: yeah. And um, um, have you finished that book, Emergent?
1: No, I'm I've been going really slowly. I'm about uh, oh maybe two thirds of the way through it now.
0: Uh, and and you think um, this book explains uh,
1: well? It useful... doesn't. Think, well, it certainly is. It, 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 it's it's uh, it's giving metaphors. I mean, he's looking at. The, I, I'm into a uh, the computer programming part of it right now, and. Um, and again, he's just giving metaphors of self-organizing systems, and that is that's, uh, really fascinating. I mean, the possibility that, that Earth could be organized without a central authority strikes me as one of the big issues that needs to be faced in a world, you know, in a global civilization, I mean, in America, there's a, a huge fear of what they call the New World Order. Uh, they imagine some dominant authoritarian government taking over the world and turning all humans into slaves in the order, in, in the interest of order. And, yeah, uh, yeah. and they can't, They they just can't imagine that order could come about without an authoritarian central government. And what this book offers is one example of it after another, lots of examples of order emerging spontaneously from uh, complex systems without anybody in control. And so that I find very hopeful. You know, it's giving me examples of systems that manage to organize themselves without a central governmental authority.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, uh, I heard a conversation about this book, you know. um, There was a a radio conversation, you know, a one-hour recorded conversation. And... um, I discussed this concept with a few people around me, a few professors, and uh, we theoretically we reached this conclu- this conclusion that uh, you know it, it's really possible, especially you know um, I discussed with with one professor that uh, like if in our institution, if there is no head, if there is no principal. Can we run this institution? And um, he said, yes. I mean, you know, if, if everybody is aware that we have to run this institution, then why we need a head? Yeah, I mean, w- right. It's, it's simple that we know what we have to do. We'll come here every day and yeah. uh, we'll do our job and, you know, it will automatically happen that the people who are good in one aspect will take one responsibility automatically and others will take other responsibilities without saying that who is boss and everything will be fine. You know, and there, there are some practical examples of this already happening that some, there are some institutions that are without any head but they're still yeah. wo- still working here, like Ministry of Education here in in this province. has not got a you know minister, but you know Ministry is is the same way, I and mean, it's working. Everything is fine. You know, teachers are coming, students are you know getting degrees, and yeah. so w- w- why the hell we need an uh, Uh, an education minister for for a province. So, yeah. Well, these are major
1: issues. I mean, for for thousands of years, human history has been run on the idea of kings and Mm -hmm. presidents and somebody being in charge and telling everybody else what to do. And so it's hard for people to begin to think in new ways because that's dominated our experience for for a long time. Yeah. But but again, you know, there are there are signs of things we're learning new things and learning how to how to see a little bit more clearly.
0: So um,
1: you know, I'm I'm optimistic.
0: Yeah, and. Uh- um you know this this place is a good place to start experimentation because um it's already a mess you know yeah. leaders are you know leaders have lost their reputation all the bureaucracy has lost its credibility and uh it's a good place to start with, because, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Well, the TV. internet, uh, yeah. Well, the internet and the matrix are are where I think this is going to happen. You know, it's, it's got a sufficient complexity to allow for emergent order, and um, that's what it requires. It requires a certain degree of complexity. You know, when you put just a hundred amps together. You don't get an ant colony. You just have 100 ants wandering around. But when you put a couple thousand ants together, uh, you pass a certain threshold, and their behavior changes, and they become a colony with organized behavior that thrives and grows. And I think that's part of what's happening here, is that uh, the, the Internet is allowing us to get together in sufficient numbers for this emergent order to come about.
0: Yeah, but but I presented this question um, uh, to somebody, and he responded in a way that ants and humans are different. Humans are much more complex.
1: Yes, that may give us much more interesting possibilities. I mean, if yeah, ants can do amazing things, what can we do? if we were organized in a similar way maybe we could do even more amazing things. I hope so that that seems like yeah, yeah if we it, can't it, do any better than it. ants yeah, well, yeah, if all we can do is you know, create something like an ant colony, well that's pretty boring ants can do that we're going to have to do much more interesting things than ant colonies do
0: yeah, but But with the same old programming of, um, you know, getting more and becoming superior and...
1: No, no, we're going to have to have different programming, though. That's exactly the point, is that the old programming, uh, the old language machine programs don't work in the kind of world I'm talking about.
0: Yeah, so um, this experiment, to some extent, can be a success. But um, with these old, you know, with, with these people, with their old programming, yeah, it's hard.
1: Well, it's it's a great adventure we've embarked on, and it's going to be interesting to see whether we can pull it off. You know, whether I mean, there's no guarantee. We don't know.
0: No, no. No, so... <laughs> yeah. but
1: it's a oh. fun game. You know, it's a great uh, challenge. It's it's a it's a wonderful opportunity to attempt to do something interesting. Whether or not it works, we will we will find out.
0: We'll see. Yeah, yeah, and yeah and what about marijuana what about it I mean I mean I haven't got the clear idea of this thing what is marijuana
1: well it's a plant (laughs) you know you grind up the leaves you eat them or smoke them and it alters your consciousness in uh, varying ways depending upon your body chemistry you know, some mm. people react differently than other people do. Mm.
0: So um, it, people eat or smoke it. Okay. Mm. I got it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah. I've done both. Different. Eating it's different than smoking it. Yeah. And now there's a third way. They use these vaporizers that where you don't actually use a flame. You just use a... Uh, hot air, really hot air, like 300 or 250 degree Fahrenheit hot air to uh, vaporize the chemicals in it without a flame. That's supposed to be a unique... I've never tried that, but
0: um, it's supposed so, to be uh, different. Yeah. Is it a prohibited thing
1: to use? It's illegal in the United States. Uh, well, it, there's some some question about its legality. It's, it's legal for medical. I mean, you can get a, a doctor's prescription for it uh, oh. in California, where I live, so it, it is legal under certain circumstances in California, but it's, it's, uh, it's illegal for the federal laws are illegal, but some states have legalized it, sort of. But no, nobody yeah. pays any attention to the laws. Anyway, people who smoke marijuana smoke marijuana. They don't care about the damn laws. <laughs> you know, I mean, every, lots and lots of people in America smoke marijuana. It's a very common drug. Yeah. You
0: know? I think it's, it's yeah, it's the it's same here. But, you yeah, know, it's, it's just a word that is confusing for me. Yeah. They use a different word for it. They use it what? I mean, they've got a different word for this same plant. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I was confused.
1: Yeah. Well, there's different ways you can process. There's hashish, which is uh, a sort of concentrated resin from the plant itself. That I mean, it's not in the leaves. They actually do some further processing, and uh, and that's called hashish. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean these um these people uh, especially from tribal belt of Pakistan and afghanistan
1: uh-huh. uh, the,
0: these these troublemakers <coughs> sorry <coughs> you know uh, united states um those who are a, a trouble for United states you know they use this a lot uh-huh. you know it's a part yeah. of their daily life, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, yeah. For some tribes, it's... A yeah, a lot of...
1: Cult- yeah, there's a lot of different ways of using marijuana, and in some cultures, it is a daily thing that is, you know, it's like drinking coffee, you know, they mm-hmm. smoke it all the time. And, and there's various potencies. Some marijuana is very, very strong, and others is very weak, and, and then there are different chemicals mixed in with it, and those have an impact, you know, so really... You know, the only way to to know anything about it is to experiment for yourself and find out, you know, what it does for you. Because in in the abstract, talking about it is sort of meaningless, you know?
0: Yeah. And like anything,
1: like any kind of drug, it's not something that you want to play with. It's uh, serious business, Taking, putting chemicals in your body uh, there's something to be taken seriously. It's not a toy, you know. And that, that's one of the problems with drugs in America is people see them as um, toys, really. You know, something to have fun with, go to a party and get stoned. And yeah, that's. Uh, yeah. I, I'm not. I don't. I don't. That's not necessarily bad. I'm not suggesting that, but I'm just saying. Some people have destroyed their lives with drugs. People die from certain drugs, not marijuana, but uh, you know, yeah. It, yeah. it's it's not a it's not something to take lightly. It's something to experiment with as uh, as a conscious person. You
0: know? Yeah, yeah, you know, I have experimented with few drugs, you know, but. Uh, yeah, it's a controlled experiment, and
1: yeah. Well, I experimented extensively in the '60s and uh, '70s, and um, you know, it was it was all very interesting. You know? And like I say, I discovered that I was immune to LSD, so that was a sort of shocking
0: realization. Yeah. Yeah, it happens. Well, that
1: was when I realized again that, you know, uh, everybody's body chemistry is different. Uh, And within marijuana itself, I mean, uh, if two people, you know, are smoking the same marijuana, they're going to react very differently. Some, you know, some of the really expensive marijuana that people really like, I, I don't like it at all. It's just overpowering makes me sort of stupid and sleepy, you know. And other uh, marijuana that other people don't particularly like, I find really energizing and just perfect for what I want, you know. So, uh, you know, each person's body chemistry uh, and then the specific, you know, sample of marijuana is different, you know, from one, you know, if I smoke some, that, you know, from one person or I smoke some from somebody else, uh, it, it could be quite different.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Right. And, uh, yeah, just one thing, you know, I'm thinking about buying a, a keyboard. You know, I mean
1: a, mu- a music, a music keyboard,
0: yeah, 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 and uh, I, I don't know anything about it. Yeah. <coughs> so, um, I mean, th- th- in market, th- there are keyboards available. You know, some are big, some are small. You know. Mm-hmm.
1: But what do you want to What do you want to do with it You want to use it to make some music, right, in your computer? Yeah.
0: No, not on my computer. I just want to play the tunes that are
1: uh, in my head. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, I would I would recommend that you buy the most expensive one you can possibly afford.
0: Yeah, I mean it's it's electronic, you know it's expensive.
1: Yeah, you're going to get a MIDI keyboard with a synthesizer, probably. Yeah. Yeah. You have to plug in but yeah. but you want one that's not going to break you want one that's going to be sturdy and uh, have a good feel to it and uh, you know uh, well i'm that way about everything uh, i think if something's worth getting then it's worth the best you can possibly get is what you should do
0: yeah but um, <clears throat> but all these keyboards have this same basic you know keys available or are they different in their you know, no, they're
1: the all the same. Or well, they're the. I mean, the, the physical layout of the keys themselves is, is the same, but the way the keyboards are made uh, vary. You know, some of them are very sturdy and well-made and will last you for 30 years, and others will break in six months. No, uh, that's so,
0: but yeah. yeah, but that's not the issue. The issue is that uh, if it has got a standard you know, um, well,
1: you keys. want a MIDI you want a MIDI keyboard
0: because yes, you're uh, you're going to
1: want to hook it up to your to your computer so you can record what you're doing. And yes. so you want a yes. MIDI keyboard. You want a variety of sounds in that. You know. Mm-hmm. And and there are a lot of. I mean, I don't know any what particular models. I mean, I haven't bought one in a long time, but.
0: Um, mm-hmm. You know yeah, the. The few a, ones with huge company. Name. Yeah, you know. yeah, you can spend a lot of
1: money. You can spend a couple thousand dollars or you can spend fifty dollars. Yeah, yeah. And I would recommend spending as much as you can possibly afford. You know, several hundred would be better than fifty, you know, and a yeah. thousand would be even better. But, and again, it depends on whether you're really committed to this, whether this is just a, a passing fancy. Then six months from now you'll forget about it and be stuck with a keyboard you don't care about or whether this no, is going to be a part of no, the rest of your life.
0: Yeah, maybe this thing will happen, but uh, this is the but most you can important sell thing. It.
1: Yeah, yeah, you can always yeah. sell it <laughs> you know, if you get bored with it. So I would suggest yeah. a, a good brand name uh, synthesizer. You know that has, it has a, a, a range of sounds that you like, and of course you have to sit there and test it out. You play it, you know, try out all the different sounds or have the guy demo it for you and mm. uh, and yeah. talk to people yeah. and ask, you know talk Do you know anybody who uh, any musicians who have MIDI keyboards?
0: Yeah, I know musicians here, but uh,
1: okay, we'll talk to them, see what they think.
0: What you should get, you know? Yeah, yeah. Because um, I think I should explore this world because, you know, uh, since I was in my senses, you know, I felt that, uh, you know, I can create music and it is.
1: Yeah, so well now it's time to do it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah every time I listen to a, a you know piece of music that makes me really feel good, yeah you know yeah. there's something that tells me you can <laughs> improve this thing in this piece so <laughs> that's why i
1: Well, I think this is, I there's only over. one way to find out, and that's to get the keyboard and start doing it and see whether you've really got got it or not you know you'll find out. But don't yeah, be disappointed yeah. in the beginning because learning to actually play it, it requires a lot of practice. You know, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's yeah. not something you just bring home and in a, in a day or two you're going to be playing music. You know, no,
0: it yeah. might be useful to
1: find yourself a teacher for a few months just to get started. You know, to to learn some basics. Uh, you know, or or you, ha- you, you like say if you, you have friends who play keyboard, you can get them to help you get started.
0: Yeah, yeah, I have, I have one friend. Yeah. So, um, yeah, nothing much left to talk about.
1: Oh. Well, and you know, and it's getting close to time for me to leave. Actually, we've run over forty minutes.